Good morning, baby gamers. This is Breaking the Lore, a show where two girlfriends dig deep to find the weirdest and most obscure bits of trivia. I'm Nissa's girlfriend, Sarah. And I'm Sarah's girlfriend, Nissa. So buckle up because tonight's episode is. Punch it. It's Star Wars. I, I, I love Star Wars. You, you love Star Wars, right? Uh huh. It's my favorite. I've liked it ever since I was a little kid. I um, saw someone wearing a Star Wars Halloween costume when I was in kindergarten, and I wanted to know what it was. So I watched New Hope, and I really liked it. And I watched the rest of them throughout my elementary school. Oh, that's cute. I, um, for me, it was, I rode Star Tours, and then I was like, that was cool. I want to watch the movies now. You rode Star Tours before you watched any of the movies? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry. I'm a, I was a theme park kid, and I still am. I wasn't judging you. What age? <sighs> Ooh, that must have been, I was probably like seven. Oh, tiny. Yeah. Just a baby. I mean, that's probably around when I watched my first Star Wars movie. <laughs> so we could have watched them at the very same time. We could have. <laughs> if we'd known each other back then. Maybe we did and we just didn't know. Drift compatible we soulmates. <laughs> I mean, if you say so. I'm, I'm not saying we did. I'm saying it's possible. <laughs> I've never left this side of the country. I know, but like, we could have That's been watching. That's not true. We should edit that out. <laughs> it's not true. It's really not. Like, you've been here. I know. I've, I've been I'm there. I'm not saying. I'm going there in a week. I've, I've been there before, too. I'm not saying we watched them together. I'm saying, what if we happened to watch them simultaneously? Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. Then, yeah, that could have happened. Yeah. Drift compatible soulmates, a yeah. dyad in the force, exactly. just like Ray and Kylo. Yeah, my favorite ship. Yeah, I'm glad we're emulating Raylo. No, no, no. Good Ray, job, Raylo. Raylo bad. Raylo bad. Is that the kind of podcast this is going to be? A Raylo bad podcast? Yes. You I... know, that's either going to get us a lot of like or a lot of hate. I'm not sure which one. Listen, I want. <laughs> to express my opinions in a very firm way so that people don't come in here thinking that we're something we're not. Okay? Raylo is bad. You know, you put that Kylo figure right next to my Ray figure when you left. Because it, I thought it would be funny, and it was. It was a little funny. Yeah. But yeah, alright, fine. Died in the Force? Yes. Raylo's not <laughs> star wars is something that has really a lot of really obscure lore because there's just so goddamn much of it there's just so much all over the place we're digging into legends right oh of course we're digging into legends please give me that sweet sweet legends lore that makes absolutely no sense there's too much legends <laughs> Oh, there's so much legends. Uh, what are we talking about first? Um, I think I think we should talk about um jizz. Do we have to start with jizz? 
I mean, yes, we have to start with chiz. Well, that's not usually how a fun time starts. That's usually how it ends. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, jizz is the name of the... <laughs> Why are you laughing? I, I typed jizz in on Wikipedia, and it, it, the, the autocomplete suggestions are jizz. Jizz box, jizz whale, <laughs> jizz whaler, jizz whaler slash sure. legends. I'm pretty sure the first one is like a sex toy for masturbating, and then the second two are ways of describing the sounds you make when you come. Jizz whalers were musicians who specialized in the genre. Max jizz Rebo and whales. his band were popular jizz whalers. <laughs> they sure were. I'm going to the Legends version, so see you there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jizz is the genre. Evar <laughs> <laughs> Orbis and his galactic Jizz Whalers. Figrin Dan 2 and the new modal notes. <laughs> they made a sequel to Figrin Dan and the Modal Notes. What is that? What is, is that his son? Um <laughs> It's just—it's a musical group. They played at the aquarium in Moss Eisley's Motel Nebulous. Who can afford to have an aquarium on Tatooine? Um, apparently Moss Eisley's Hotel Nebulous. Um, giving it a look. Oh, motel, not hotel. Oh. Um, oh, it's a mo- nightclub. <laughs> motel in Hatties is motel. You know that makes sense. Nebula is nebulae, so close enough. Um, Wait, they yeah, played the, in the large glass aquarium. The aquarium is is the dance floor. Oh, That's pretty cool. Okay. Does Does Vegas have one of those, babe? An aquarium dance floor? Yeah. No. Who do I have to contact to make that happen? Tanked. Who are those? There was a TV show where they made like extreme fish tanks. Sounds like it probably tanked since i've never heard of it actually is tanked still on i hope not because that joke's gonna be really dumb if it is oh no oh oh oh, oh yeah um final episode date december 28 2018 <sighs> just barely made it good job no because like um tanked was actually based in las vegas i used to i would drive past um the building and it had a big sign that said home of tanked on the side and the other day like like a week or two ago i noticed that that sign was gone so either they moved or they just shut down so you're telling me the first time i visited you you could have took me to the home of tanked but now you can't and i can never go there again even when i live with you no i mean i i I don't know actually that's that's tragic i'm gonna cry wait i'll read i'll read um, the Wikipedia article. I mean, this is not the tanked episode. Tanked. Okay, welcome to our <laughs> tanked episode. We're not having a tanked episode. I've never watched an episode of tanked in my life. I, I just want to know if it, um, okay, wait a minute. Acrylicaquariums.com. It still exists. Acrylic? Um, yeah. Um, Oh, you can you can book a VIP tour and meet the cast. That sounds expensive. I don't think you can just like walk in and like 
check out the home of Tanked? I feel like it's something you have to book. Aww. Yeah. Oh, wait, I, I could get a quote. Oh, wait, home. Um, about, here we go. We're spending a lot of time on this tanked thing. Okay, fine, fine, fine. We can get back to Star's War if, if you don't want to have fun with fish tanks. We can have fun with fish tanks all we want on our own time. These people are trying to watch a Star Wars episode. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I guess bringing it back to Star Wars, um... Fallen Order canonized a Mongolian band and like just made them that band. That sure like, happened. That really did happen, huh? They don't even have a Wikipedia page. It's just Cal Kestis recognized a particular band. A, p a particular band. And it's, and it's that very one. Um, they have cool instruments if you've ever like looked at them. I forget what what are they called? called? What's the band called? Fallen Order Mongolian Music. Um, the, bland, the band is called The Who, I think, but like not like The Who is in like the American band, like The Who is in like HU. Or maybe the HU, I'm not sure. The how Who it is a Mongolian rock band formed in 2016. And yeah, they have really sick instruments. They have really sick instruments. Oh. Like. They have like like one of them has like a horse head i'm pretty sure and one yeah. of them's like bow and arrow themed it's like really really sick i'm also really sick so that's why my voice is changing a lot i, I hope you, you knew that soon. i did all the kids at work have the flu so now i do too oh, well i mean i probably don't have the flu but maybe we'll see me too um speaking of bands i guess even more that Tatooine Cantina band song is called Mad About Me. Yeah, that's that's jizz right there, baby. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Mad About Me. Classic jizz. Also, one of my favorite um Star Wars like musical things is um Christmas in the Stars. Christmas in the Stars. I love Christmas in the Stars. Like Unironically, I think it's a great debut album for John Bon Jovi. <laughs> and it's just I R2D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Like I wish R2D2 a Merry Christmas as well. You'd probably just say some beeps that were like, yeah, you fucking too. Listen, I, I think it's sweet that C3PO teaches R2D2 how to sing. And um I find it kind of fucked up that there's all these toy-making droids that S-Claws just owns, but none of them get presents. They, they're just made to make gifts for everyone in the galaxy. Babe, you know the droids don't have rights. Droids deserve rights. I mean, that is precisely what L3 died for, but they still didn't get them. So... Yeah. Where is that droid rights story? I mean... Felt like Canon's been building to it, Somebody's considering all the one. random stuff they've introduced with droids. But like, nope. Also, like Santa Claus 
exists. Isn't he a Yoda species? Um, no. He's not? No. Um. Oh, no, he's not. Look at him. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. Okay. A member of the same species as Master Yoda was known to have donned the regalia similar to Claw's distinctive outfit on at least one occasion. Okay, but Santa Claus was a festively dressed, probable member of the Rebel Alliance stationed on the cruiser independence. That's true. And that's there's a picture of him. He's he's talking to a Besselisk. That's the Dexter Jetster species. There there he is. He also appeared oh he also appeared in the Old Republic era in thirty nine sixty-three BBY. Um You know what? I'm thinking oh. is Oh, I clicked the page for, like, the club or whatever he was at, and the picture is a sexy vampire lady. Hell yeah. Oh, She's cute. She's pretty. I like her. I like her. Right? I want yeah. to look like her. Aww. Yeah, but, like, okay, um, here's my theory. Santa Claus in the Star Wars galaxy is a title passed on, and at one point it was a member of Yoda's species, a Yodaman. And in 3963 BBY, that was a human person. And then it was also a human person during the Rebel Alliance era? Yep. I think it's currently a human person. Because, like, in Christmas in the Stars, S-Claus is depicted as a human person. That's true. There he, there he is, crouching down like a little Kremlin man in front of the fireplace. Yeah. With a weird... Ignat's fire emblem type haircut. Okay, I have a feeling that Christmas in Not the Stars... Not a good look for him. Okay, if C-3PO and R2-D2 are in the possession of S-Claws at this point, how does that fit into the timeline? Because they mention, like, um, Wormy and uh, Leia His and Chewbacca. Wormy. His name is Wormy. Stop being mean to him. That was said one time in a mean way. <laughs> Luke Skywalker's friends called him Wormy as a kid. They were not his friends, and calling him Wormy like that is evidence of that fact. His name is Wormy. I think Cammy was just being mean. <laughs> Hold on, I, I went to, to Wormy's article, and I'm going to control F for Wormy. Oh, wait, hold on. It's it's spelled with an I. It's I-E. Okay. Yeah, I-E. Some of them called him Wormy. Yeah, it was Cammie Marstrap when she was trying to insult him. <laughs> Look at this. Like other members of that small circle, Marstrap nicknamed Skywalker Wormy, which made him sometimes doubt the sincerity of their friendship. <laughs> I told you so, and Wikipedia agrees with me. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> she like vaguely looks like Katniss Everdeen playing, or Jennifer Lawrence playing Katniss. Honestly, I see it. Yeah. Like in a way that's like a little too close for comfort. Hmm. I'm done looking at her. <clears throat> oh, she didn't even get that much in Legends, did she? No. Yeah, I was like, I'll check and see. If there's anything fun from Legends with her, but no. She didn't even really exist. 
Okay, Although, um, after the deaths of Owen and Brular, some locals believed their nephew had murdered them. <laughs> so apparently there was a, a hot rumor that Luke killed Owen and Brew and reduced them to bird skeletons. <laughs> he wanted to get off Tatooine one way or another. <laughs> Had a nice family barbecue to do it. <laughs> family barbecue. <laughs> also mentioned Christmas in the Stars. Um, Albert Einstein. Japan. Indigestion. So, yeah. I'm starting to think this is independent from the timeline. Although, wait, why are you implying that indigestion as a concept doesn't exist? I'm not saying that. No, indigestion has an article on Wikipedia, and it is described so as a breasts. common... It's a common complaint among many species, which frequently consisted of an unsettled or uncooperative digestive tract. Okay, so that's that shouldn't be that's like arson murder and jaywalking with like japan and einstein although usually considered undesirable in some cases it proved life-saving namely when zorba desilogic tior was rejected by the sarlacc classic zorba <laughs> oh he was so weird looking in legends i forgot he had like hair like he grew hair <laughs> Like it was growing out of it. Like, look at that. He's got a full beard and like long hair that's like growing out I'm, of his body. I'm seeing. Is is that allowed? Are Huts allowed to have hair? I mean, in the Clone Wars show, when Huts had hair, it was like those little like like they were like bug things. I'm pretty sure. Like, because like I'm Mama the Hut. Like, what were they called? Bug things. Mama the Hut. Um. God, I can't figure out what she put on her head. Um, I'm just gonna go for the hunt, go to the hunt for zero, and like see if I can find it. Um, oh my God, where is it? Um, is it these? Yes, Shirelian tubes. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. In canon, when huts have hair, it's like these little like starfish type creatures that they like attach to their heads like mama the hut wears like a bunch in like a marge simpson beehive type thing yeah and like marlo who's supposed to be like um oh my god why am i blanking on the godfather guy's name marlon brando vito corleone that's that's who he's supposed to be oh yeah he's got um, hair yeah but like it's it's one of the starfish things According to the Wikipedia page, at least. It doesn't really look like one, but it allegedly is one. Uh, yeah. Also, he has a mustache. Well, he has, like, blotching on his skin that, like... Because, like, he has those blotches all over his body. Like, I, I know it's just it's just spots that look like a mustache, but that's still... That's a mustache. Not in the same way that, that Zorba the Hut. No, 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 no. It, I'm not saying that, but, like... He can never change his mustache. That's true. He's stuck with that. Like, he didn't, like, he didn't want to be this kind of person, but the mustache that his body granted him and he can never change kind of forced him to behave a certain way. Yeah, he, he didn't choose to be Vito Corleone. He was born into it. Yes. 
Assigned <laughs> Vito Corleone at birth. <laughs> Is being Vito Corleone a choice, or are you born into it? <laughs> Mama the Hut wore 23. Her her Marge Simpson beehive is 23 tall. 23, 23 starfish 23 creatures. 23 tall. It is 23 tall. <laughs> 23 of the starfish creatures. Okay, what are the starfish creatures called? Shirelian Toops. These cute. Right? They're like funky little starfish men. They got little orange eyes. Marla wore a single toop, while Hut's mama <laughs> wore 23 toop. Do you think they're named after, like, toupee? Yes, I do. Oh, okay, that's good. Hell, I'm we... toupee. I'm gonna see if Legends has, like, a trivia about that, because it's... I feel like they would. Yes, Shirelian like... toops are the equivalent to a toupee. See, like, a picture of Mama the Hut just with all of them stacked is really funny. <laughs> just a 23 toop stacked, uh, stacked up there. It's... She's also got a bunch crawling on her body. Yeah. Body hair. Her arms are so small. <gasps> like, comparative to the rest of her. <sighs> oh, Mama the Hut. You're sure a character. Like... According to legends, they attach themselves to huts for security and companionship. These appearance-enhancing benefits made huts fond of the creatures. <laughs> well, if there's one thing huts are known for, it's being very vain about their appearances. Yeah. Oh, huts. Okay, can we talk about can we talk about how she fucks? She does fuck. She probably fucks a lot, to be completely honest. In Legends, she was fucking all over the place. No one ever talks about that, but like... I mean, didn't she like have a harem in Legends? I'm like pretty sure he did. Because there was that one guy with like the lightsabers sticking yeah, out of his shoulders. The guy that who's had like... the lightsabers on his body. Yeah, that was like... What was his name? Um... Let me see. Is there is there like harem? Does that have a page? Yes, it does. Yeah. Well, not in the way that I was looking for. Mm. Um, what were they called? They were his his not courtesans, concubines. concubines. Does that have a page? Of course, concubine doesn't have a page. I'm still gonna search for it and see what I find. Yazane mm -hmm. Izard. Um, oh wait, is it him? Yes, it's Eric Ismarin. There, that's him. He was the son of Sarkev Quest and Reganda Ismarin, one of Emperor Palpatine's concubines. One of. So yes, he has a harem of beautiful women that he presumably fucks quite a lot. Because <laughs> he had, he also like he had a kid in Legends too. Um, yeah. It was, what's his name? Fucking Triclops, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, oh. Oh, oh. he's ugly. Uh. <laughs> he's, he looks well, like Sheev's kid, but not in a good way. from Sheev? Like... I mean, Ray's pretty, pretty cute. Well, yeah, but that's a whole generation removed. I mean, my dad didn't look too ugly. Yeah. For the, like, five seconds that we saw him in Tros. 
a human mutant who claimed to be the son of Palpatine. Claimed to be. I mean, he looks it. He has three eyes. One is on the back of his head, like Princess Daisy. Um, does that mean that Princess Daisy is whatever the fuck species Triclops is supposed to be? No. That means that Princess Daisy is Sheev's daughter. Oh, no. Yeah. She fucks and it produced Daisy. She fucks and also controls Sarasaland. People should be careful. Like, the next time she's losing a Mario Kart, like, things are going to get a little zappy. Like, I mean, you saw what Ray did to that transport. Whenever you get the lightning bolt item in Mario Kart that makes everybody shrink, as Daisy doing? Like, she, she does it, yeah. even if she doesn't do herself. Just... Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy. You have his power. You're a Palpatine. <laughs> Maybe that's Daisy Ridley? Daisy, Daisy Princess? Ridley? Like, Does that mean Ridley is also Sheev's son? I'd say adopted, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that... Is, is oh, that where hey, the space pirates come from? Did, are the, is Sheev in charge? Uh, yes, I would oh, say so. That okay. seems like a very uh, everything according Keikaku move that he would do. <laughs> Apparently, Triclops' mom was Slymore, who... I mean, I thought she's a pretty good candidate for Ray's grandmother, in my opinion. I agree with that. Because she's, like, Force-sensitive, she knows that she is a Sith Lord, and we don't know anything about her after the declaration of the Empire. Yeah, she hasn't appeared in anything after that, so I believe that she she could be Granny, Granny Ray. Yeah, I don't see why not. That means Ray is like a fourth Umbaran, which is kind of pretty cool. cool. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What was the name of that diner that served Ewok nuggets? <laughs> the diner that served Ewok nuggets. I know of one that served Ewok jerky. Ewok jerky. That might be what I'm thinking of. Ewok jerky was. It was a oh. Clone Wars episode that we Ewok skipped. Jerky has its own article. Yeah, it was one that we skipped. Um, the one where, like, the droids find a clone commando and he's, like, marooned. And he's working as a fry cook. The diner is called Power Sliders. It was owned by Borkus. Borkus! Borkus the Celestin. The front sign read, Ower Sliders, after the first letter had fallen off. You know, that's fair. That's very true Mystery to life. hack. Mystery hack. What? Mystery hack. What is mystery hack? In Gravity Falls, the mystery shack, the S fell off, so it said mystery hack. God, I haven't watched Gravity Falls in a really long time. You're not missing much. (laughs) I only watch scattered episodes. Like, hot take, but Gravity Falls had a really strong start and a really strong middle, but, like, it absolutely blew the ending. Oof. I mean, I didn't really see much of the ending i saw like some scattered episodes here and there first season and a half is peak television i saw most of the first season like it was really good for a season and a half and then alex hirsch didn't want to keep making the show so they packed a whole season's worth of content into half a season and it was bad and rushed classic tv shows (laughs) welcome to our gravity falls episode 
We're not having. We could have a Gravity Falls episode. Actually, I don't know why I wouldn't have a Gravity Falls episode. I'm putting that on our list. Put it on the list, but not tanked. We're not having a tanked episode. Okay. Well, I'll just mention tanked in every single episode. It'll become a funny running gag. <laughs> please don't mention tanked in every single episode. Okay. Can we please talk about Ho Has Equus? Yes, I want to talk about Ho Has Equus. Also known as Runt. Runt. Yes, his name is Runt. So. He's a thakwash, an equinoid biped species. Okay. And by equinoid, they mean he is a horse. Horse, yes. He is a horse. There are multiple Um, equine species. And I'm going to open all of them in (laughs) new tabs so I can look at every single horse in Star Wars. If you look at his artwork, it's literally a horse head on an X-Wing pilot. It's really good. I remember him because I had this, like, Legends Guide to Characters as a kid, and I would, like, look through it. And in the back was, like, an appendix of all the characters who weren't important enough to get their own pages. And some of them had artwork. And and there was Hohas, and he was just a horse in an X-Wing suit. Hohas Runt Equish. Although it looks like if you, like, look at his species and then, like, scroll down on his page, they, like changed it up so he looked a little more like a boffin yeah like he's less horse-like and more like weird horse monster human type deal i don't like like that uh, i think that's cowardly yeah it it sure is like i'm looking at other like thakwash and like they don't really look as much like horses their nose they're they're they're, like faces aren't as long like yeah i don't know if a thakwash walks into a bar i'm not going to be the one saying why the long face? Exactly. Okay, so but... a Bordock is like a hunchbacked horse from Endor. <laughs> um, they're canon. Um, That's unfortunate. A Gualama is a horse with toes and a long neck and horns and a mustache. No, wait, fangs. Sorry, it looked like a mustache in this art, but this other one makes it look like fangs. Oh, and a really long fluffy tail. Aww, fluffy. They're also canon. Um, a gualar is... It's a, it's a horse with um, hippopotamus feet and horns on the nose and one really big horn that comes off the top of the head and curves over it kind of looks like a cobra honestly oh yeah these are the things that um they pull padme's coffin yeah 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 they're in the funeral scene i remember them they're kind of pretty and then there's the guarlara and that's um that's a horse like a really big horse with horns Oh, they're weird looking. Yeah. I don't like their weird ribs. Yeah, no, they're like greyhound ribs. Also, really big feet. It's it's like a greyhound horse, basically. Yeah, with really big feet. Oh, there's a half boffin. It's when you're a boffin, but you're not. It's when your mother was a boffin, but (laughs) your dad was a human. Boffin, human, fucking. Yeah. Oh, and then there's just a horse, which is canon. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Ponies are canon. Mm. Why are ponies canon? Um, they were mentioned in Ultimate Star Wars. <laughs> so apparently someone who was writing a guidebook was like, 
ponies should still be canon. <laughs> that's not a star cruiser. That's a horse. Horses don't fly. <laughs> that's an iconic quote from Sindel Tawani from the Ewok movies. Classic Sindel Tawani. Homeworld, Dathomir and Endor. No. <laughs> Dathomirians ride rancors. They don't need horses. No. Look, they don't ride the horses. They just, they, they're just kind of there. I don't like that. <laughs> okay. The Force-sensitive witches of Dathomir possessed beautiful black horses, which they sometimes rode instead of Dathomiri rancors. That's so unnecessary. They have rancors. Horses are faster than rancors. I know, but... Why do they have to be horses? Design something that's, like, fun. Okay. Also, before we get too far from how has that wish yes i want to read his behind the scenes really quick okay because it's got some good stuff okay thank you um the illustration of Akwesh from the new essential guide to characters was adopted as a humorous mascot and um by the concept artist from revenge of the sith who called him a horse pilot <laughs> he was often used as inspiration during all night design sessions for the movie um he also had a custom-designed X-Wing that was made to look like a horse trailer. I want to see it. Um, I do too. Let me see if the citation has a picture, because that'd be great. Um... Ooh, it's, our, it's a web archive. Oof. Oh, um, no. I don't know if we can see it. Horse pilot. No, there's no picture. First ever model sheet of the character. Hold on. No, no, no. Nope. Nothing. Darn. That's really disappointing. I want to see the X-Wing horse trailer. I want to see the horse trailer X-Wing. Um, but also, by the release of X-Wing Mercy Kill, um, the writer decided to retroactively kill off the character <laughs> by revealing in a flashback that it had been dying of amphistaph venom and his friend Piggy had performed a mercy kill by shooting him point blank in his horse head. Piggy? Piggy. Piggy was a... Piggy, Piggy's a... He's a, he's a Gamorrean. He's a Gamorrean. That's okay. kind of racist. Was there, was there a squad like um, that was made up of species that are based on barnyard animals? I mean... They were both in Wraith Squadron, but I don't think that was, like, especially barnyardy Because it has Wedgie Antilles in it. And he doesn't... He doesn't strike me as a barnyard animal. He's the farmer. <laughs> I mean, Wedgie Antilles does become a farmer in canon. <laughs> so, you know, it all... It all really works out in, in funny ways. Wedgie Antilles um, had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Okay, yeah, actually, it's all... It's humans, it's Hohas, there's a Bothan, I guess that could be like the goat, even though Bothans aren't really goats, but they have like fur around their face. Um, and a Mon Calamari, so a squid. And then there's like some lady, but she has like elf ears. Were there just like elves in Legends? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah? Uh, apparently... Wait, did you actually... Really? I don't know. You're telling me. Apparently there are. 
I mean, okay. Oh, yes, but they're ugly and they're canon. Oh. Elf is the name of this, like, little species of, like... They look kind of like... If Crazy Frog was a pixie. They were in the comics. I actually remember seeing them. They were in Lando and Dr. Aphra. Okay, so that's a human. That's a human. That's a human. That's Piggy. Piggy! Also, his name is Vort Sabringring. So if you could, like, call him his proper name instead of that. That's his nickname. Probably racially in. He shouldn't. Okay, so that's human. That's Mount Calamari. This is... Are there even pigs in universe? Like, does pigs. that nickname? Oh yeah, there there's are. There's puffer pigs. Well, that's puffer pigs in can. No, okay, yeah. There's like just straight up pigs in in legends. <laughs> Listen, the Ewok movies brought a lot of real life animals to the galaxy. These weren't in the Ewok movies. I know, but like. Ferrets were. Yeah. Oh, wow, Jeff Porkins could not catch a break. His nickname was Piggy too. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Porkins. I imagine there was like an announcement. Can Piggy? <laughs> we need Piggy up here, and there's like a hundred of them going. <laughs> Because anybody that's even slightly, like, pig-like gets the nickname Piggy. Oh no, Piggy is still his nickname in canon! Oh, Porkins! Piggy. Oh, Porkins. Jack Tono Porkins. Oh, there's a beach episode with Porkins and Biggs Darklighter. Yeah, Swimsuit Porkins. Swimsuit Porkins, you say? Yeah, you want to see? Yes, I want to see Swimsuit Porkins. Unfortunately, the audience at home can't see Swimsuit Porkins. <laughs> if you go to if you go to Jack Porkins' Wikipedia page, hey, you all you gotta exactly. do is Google Swimsuit Porkins. You'll find it. You'll find whatever <laughs> you're looking for, baby. Anyway, here's here's Swimsuit Porkins. <laughs> swimsuit Porkins, all right. Yeah, Star Wars beach episode. What is that funky species that they're talking to? <laughs> He's like a weird green alien with some like blue fur, but like only on like his arms and like the lower half of his body. I like him. I like him too. He's funny. Snarl Force. What are you looking up? Snarl Force. What is Snarl Force? Snarl Horse. Snarl horse? Oh, oh, there it is. Snarl horse. Yeah. The creature is very similar to Bordocks that grazed in the forest moon of Endor. Oh, they're weird looking. They're like purple, like kind of dragon horse type deals. Yeah. I wouldn't really call them equine. <laughs> well, no, they're very similar to Bordocks, though. Why are there so many horses on Endor? Because Endor just can't get enough of them. Did Wicked ever fuck in Legends? I mean, he certainly fucked in canon. Well, yeah, because he has a son in canon. Yeah. Plummet. So Wicked has canonically fucked in canon. Yeah. Has he canonically fucked in Legends, though? Is mm. the real question. I'm scrolling all the way down. Early childhood. Um, Wicked was a slave. Oh. Apparently. Oh. Yeah? Oh. 
Apparently they had a lottery to, to be leader of the tribe for the day. And Tebow really fucked up. Oh. Is what I'm getting out of this. Um, Tebow was like, eh, you, you strange person can come in and enslave the village. That's fine. Hey, you know what else they do on Endor? H- Halloween? Yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Um... Oh my god. Yeah, because there's Ewoks in, in little ghost costumes. <laughs> For the Jedi, like... the festival entailed decorating the temple with carved pumpkins and cobwebs. No! For the Ewoks of Endor, the festival was an annual highlight characterized by revelry, costuming, laughter, and a large feast. These Ewoks look like they're in the fucking Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Like They look really cute. They do look really cute. I like them a lot. Although it's emphasizing that Ewoks have like weirdly human hands and feet, and I don't really like looking at it, so I'm going to scroll down. Oh, oh my god. Oh, the Star Wars events for that, that MMO that I didn't want to pay money for. Clone Wars Adventures. I actually played Clone Wars Adventures. I didn't pay any money for it, so I didn't play it well, but I was a Twi'lek. Jedi Knights dressed in pirate gear. A purple furred wampa, a pink Tuscan raider, and a green Zillow beast costume were also available. Yes, I remember those. I wanted those, but you had to have like a membership to get them, so I couldn't get them. But I remember those. Protocol droids wore masks and fake arms to appear like Genoa Guibus. General Grievous. And astrophytes wore sheets over their domes to appear like ghosts. Did you hear that? Astromech droids wore sheets over their domes to appear like ghosts. They did. I remember that. I I played this game thing. I didn't. I'm just reading this. (laughs) I remember I actually like got really frightened when I was playing this game. Because I was talking to someone in the chat feature and I mentioned I was from New York, like nothing more like specific than that. But I like panicked because I was like, my parents told me never to tell anyone online where I live and they're going to know by the fact that I live in New York exactly where I live and find me. (laughs) They didn't. I was fine. I'm sure they looked though. Yeah? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. They were probably younger than me. (gasps) Pumpkins are canon. Pumpkins are canon? They were mentioned in Aftermath Life Debt. A pumpkin was a large orange roundish fruit with a short thick stem protruding from the top. No further information. That's fair. Sometimes you just don't have further information. Anyway, we were trying to figure out if Wicked fucks. We were trying to figure out if Wicked fucks. And now, now I don't remember because we were looking at Halloween instead. But like, I think that was a really important, um, Tangent? Tangent, yeah. Okay, now I'm going to try to see if we get bucks. Um, God, there's so much Ewok TV show content on this Wikipedia page. Scrolling. Wow, Wicket's really, like, off-model in this show. His color is, like, really not what he looks like in real life. Also, his hood is green instead of orange for some reason. Oh, no, in the last episode, he um his, his green one gets ruined and he replaces it with the orange one. Well, you know, that's what I call character growth, so. Many years later. Oh, yeah, he fucked, he fucked Princess Nisa. Yeah. Like, he didn't just fuck, he fucked Princess Nisa. 
I wonder who did he fuck her in canon? Because she's real too. I love the art for her article. It's from the like the Women of the Galaxy book, and it's really pretty yeah, artwork. That's a, good, that's a good book. I like that one. It's a really good book. I'm really glad I own it. Facing the Gorax. I mean, the last thing we know about her is became is she became the tribe's first female chief, which good for her. Okay. And like, okay, so if we know in legends that she married Wicket, and we know that Wicket has boned down canonically, I don't see why we can't assume that they're a thing. Oh, that means that Wicket's like the first lady of the prince consort. Yes, the prince. <laughs> The, the consort. <laughs> so I know you also wanted to talk about, since I'm not really sure where to go from Pelmet Warwick, I know you also wanted to talk about which characters have canonically been to Disneyland. Yes, okay. So obviously I'm sure you all know about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you know Star Wars Land at Disneyland and uh, Hollywood Studios in Florida. Um, so that's canon. Which means that many characters have canonically been to Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole comic book of characters canonically going to Disneyland. And a whole throne novel about it. Yeah. So, um, Hondo Onaka, Han Solo, Padme Amidala, Anakin Skywalker, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Chewbacca, Rey, Kylo Ren, Dr. Aphra, Vimerati, Captain Cardinal, R2-D2, C-3PO, DJ Rex from Star Tours, and the Triple Zero and BT-1. They've all <laughs> been to Disneyland. <laughs> Every single one. Like, yeah, sure, there's lots of other, like, Star Wars characters you can meet in, like, Tomorrowland, but Tomorrowland isn't real. Yeah, it's not technically canon. But Galaxy's but Edge is canon. That too is, yeah. And they've all been, and, like, the best part about it is they've all been to Black's Fire Outpost. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're just going to random places on Betu. Like, Anakin has been to Oga's Cantina. I believe Thrawn has also been to Oga's Cantina. You can visit Padme. and walk in the footsteps of Lil Annie himself. I mean, that, like, hidden Mickey of, like, blaster scorches was caused by Anakin. Because he started a bar fight and someone shot the wall. Um, so, nice job, Annie. We've all started a bar fight at Disneyland. Like, Maybe you have. Yeah, because you've never been to Disneyland. Because <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. It's Maybe really you should join expensive. our Patreon and pay for us to go there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think Captain Cardinal, well, actually, I guess that's spoilers for a book that's not that old. Um, <laughs> never mind. But Captain Cardinal and Vi Moretti from the Phasma novel, they've both been there. I mean, Vi, you can meet there, can't you? I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure Vi is, like, a character you can meet there. Vi is, like, a real person. Like, you can go meet her. She doesn't, like, stand around for photos and autographs because she's on a mission. But, like, if mm -hmm. you run into she's her... She's got important stuff. She's there. Also, Kiati Mundi's lightsaber? Yeah. Ki Mundi himself never made it to Batu, but his lightsaber did. He was on his way and he died. He wasn't on his way. He, he was fighting the way. war. <laughs> <laughs> he kept saying, as soon as this war, war is over, I'm going to Disneyland. I'm going to treat myself. I earned it. And then never made it. And I mean, you know, one of my favorite parts of all this is that 
as we've talked about before, if Lucasfilm ever, or not, I guess not Lucasfilm, but like if, if Disney and the company ever let me write a Star Wars story, I could have Han Solo drink Coca-Cola and it would just be, that'd be canon. It would make yeah. sense. Coca-Cola's real. So it's right. Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Sprite, Dasani, water. Dasani Powerade, Minute Maid. All of this is canon. Mm-hmm. Hansa. Han talks a big game about not liking Diet Coke, but secretly, like, he drinks it a lot. I bet he drinks one every morning, you know, to wake him up. He does. He definitely does. Hmm. Um, I think Lando's more of a Sprite man, personally. Yeah, I can see Lando throwing back a crisp, cool, refreshing Sprite. <laughs> C-3PO constantly tells them that like soda's not good for you but like R2 says fuck it and that if a droid could drink soda he would just to spite C-3PO I mean there's plenty of Star Wars out there there sure what is can we, can we talk about Mongo Beefhead yeah we can talk about Mongo Beefhead I want to talk about Mongo Beefhead because we're in a Galaxy's Edge server and we, or I, at one point, saw someone had posted a Wikipedia, a Wikipedia page, Mongo Beefhead. And I was like, what is that? And I guess Mongo Beefhead is a individual, oh no, it's a species. It's, it's, a te- it's a species, the Mongo Beefhead people, who were from Tatooine. They were nearing extinction. Um, apparently edible well i mean all organic beings are edible i guess but arcanian mutant zeta magnus was known to sometimes eat mungo beefhead's meat so take that as you will and um i guess they're from this like canceled action figure line that kenner was trying to do called the epic continues i guess it was um supposed to be like a continuation of the star wars saga after return of the jedi because the plot was like after palpatine's death grand moff tarkin comes back because he survived the death star exploding and then just decided to chill out for a couple of years i guess and also somehow sheev dying resulted in a genetics master like an evil evil geneticist coming back and deciding to be a villain um apparently kind of did a lot of work on it designed like characters like mongo beefhead and um made like unique ship designs and then star wars was like no please this is stupid like i'm looking at the article there's some sick stuff in here i like the atic it's It's like an atat but like with a big gun on the back it looks cute. A weapon to surpass Metal Gear. <laughs> You're a weapon to surpass the Metal Gear. I think Atha Prime looks cool. Atha Prime does look cool. He's got I'm... those, like, Link to the Past Anagim vibes. I'm digging this dude with the, like, two lightsabers, but they, like, look like regular swords. Who's that? Shadow Spawn same 
My name is also Shadow Spawn. He's got a funky hat that looks like a, a hang glider. Oh, isn't Shadow Spawn like when they were trying to like bring back some like bits and pieces from this and like make it real? Um, so like Shadow Spawn was there like attempt to make Atha Prime real? Um Yes. Yes it is. Shadow Spawn does look pretty cool. I do like his design. He's got cool swords. Uh-huh. Genetics terrorist. Wait a minute. Okay, so the Mongo Beefhead toy was created by taking the head of a Quarren, cutting off its neck, and turning it to face the front. <laughs> you know what? That'll do it. It was combined with the torso of a Quarren, the and the arms from an Ethorian, and the chest pack from Forlome. It created a good design. I it like did. how Mongo Beefhead looks. I love it. Mongo Beefhead. I'm going to make also... a Star Wars OC that's a Mongo Beefhead. <laughs> Why? Because I can? I have that power? Also, I mean, now that you brought that up, now's as good a time as any to mention that our little avatars for this episode are Star Wars OCs. Um, yeah, that's uh, Sar Zaran. Uh, and... And what? Sir and Sir Senna, night sister. Yeah, Sir Senna is a Dathomirian night sister. She fights for the sun. <laughs> now another character from that was Tarkin. So I think now is as good a time as any to lay it on me. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. I know. I want you to Tarkin. Say it. Tarkin's a gay sugar daddy in canon. Like, this is canon information. He invites Not hot legend. stormtroopers to his hot tub. He does. Well, it's it's an aqua refresher unit. Oh, sorry. But... Aqua refresher. But he invites hot stormtroopers to it. He does. He he bumps into a mouse droid and it shows him a hologram of this male stormtrooper. Actually, the one that Luke shoots on the Millennium Falcon and then impersonates <laughs> during the Death Star mission. <laughs> And Tarkin's like, I gotta hit that. And like, has the mouse droid invite him to his office. (laughs) And they fuck. And he gives the stormtrooper, like, career benefits and things like that. So yeah, Tarkin is a gay sugar daddy who has a hot tub. You can take that right to canon. It's in, um, from a certain point of view of mouse droids and men. Um... (laughs) It doesn't actually explicitly say Tarkin's name, but you can tell based on what the officer does and the fact that he has um, the pelts of creatures from Tarkin's homeworld that he hunted in his childhood. Um, Vermox or something like that. Jabba dresses up one of his stripper dancer girls as his mom. Yeah, the one with like six boobs. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, she, like, is stylized to look like his mom. Jabba's got a mommy kink, but not just, like, mommy. Like, his actual mommy. Mom of the Hut. That's his mom. Wait, wait, wait. Does the stripper girl have 23 tubes? Um, her hair's tall. 23 tubes tall? 
I don't think it's quite that tall. No, it's not. It's not even close to that tall. Mm. I think she's honestly she's lacking in the in the tubes department. Actually, her her look is not at all like um Mama the Hut. So I don't think Jabba did a super good job with the the mommy kink lingerie, but it's fine. So can we talk about Omi? Omi, oh, I love Omi. So Omi for those who aren't aware, is the garbage squid from A New Hope. Her name is Omi. Um, she's force sensitive. She has visions of the future. And when she's like pulling Luke under the water, she's like not trying to kill him or hurt him or just like attacking him like an animal. She's trying to um, like pull him underwater to strengthen his connection to the force wait that's because this garbage was like full of like vader stuff so it had all this force in it because that's that's what darth and schmartz did to he, he took the garbage out of there because it was full of vader's force energy that's what she was doing then right try to pull wormy into lilani's force garbage you know babe sure okay <laughs> that can that can be it <laughs> yeah Ex explain to me like how else it makes sense because like i don't know pulling someone into garbage doesn't make them more force sensitive well i think it was supposed to be like the stress of being choked and drowned but how is that gonna make no this doesn't make sense <laughs> doesn't it Wait, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. Omi describes the Force as it. Okay? Mm-hmm. In the Dr. Aphra comic... That's a typo! It says, it says, in a galaxy oppressed by the it... Stop making fun of my <laughs> Aphra comics typo. But it's a galaxy <laughs> oppressed by the it. Oppressed by the Force? Yes. So you're That's... saying that, like, the Force shouldn't be allowed to exist anymore? From a certain point of view, yes. Okay, let's go take out all the midichlorians. Let's get all minuscule and wage a war against the midichlorians. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's the only thing that makes sense, right? Yeah. Totally. In a galaxy oppressed, oppressed by the it. Um, I like that the picture for the force is like Yoda, just like eyes closed, head back. <laughs> He's feeling it. He's really feeling it. Okay, but like enacting the belief of her people, Omi pulled Skywalker into the water, baptizing him after she felt that he was too in submission to it. And letting him go shortly thereafter. So yeah, I mean, she wanted him to, like, be more in control of the Force. I think. Before the Death Star's destruction, Omi would continue to develop her submission to it, being able to telepathically lift objects into the air. When her vision was fulfilled and the Death Star was destroyed, she pondered what she would be in the next life. Yeah, garbage squids believe in reincarnation. <laughs> they have a complex religion that involves reincarnation. <laughs> Also, garbage squids choose their gender, and the most common one is non-binary. That's cool. 
Yeah, I remember reading that in the short story, and I was like, that is really cool. Also, because he's mentioning the behind the scenes, now I'm on Malachili's page. And um, he tried to commit suicide after the Rancor died. Oh. Yeah. After the Rancor died, he felt that, like, he had no purpose and he just wanted to die. So he went to the great pit of Carcoon and he was either going to tame the Sarlacc or let it kill him. But he found that it had been, like, horribly injured by this, like, sail barge exploding. So remember that next time you're watching that scene. Mm -hmm. Luke personally horribly injured the innocent Sarlacc with burning wreckage. Um, so, um, there are two Dianoga um on black spire outpost and there's the small one uh by the drinking fountain named tiny and then there's a a juvenile one in doc ondar's named toothy oh that's cute um which reminds me of the uh porg names <laughs> I want to talk about pork names. So, um, first of all, there's a porg named Turbis, who Turbis. you shouldn't confuse with the Sith Lord Turbis, because they're not the same person. As far as you know. Well, no. Turbis was a Zabrak. I mean, maybe that's how he was depicted, but... Maybe the Sith just didn't think depicting him as a Porg was good for their image, you know? But yeah, the uh, canon Porg names are Dita, Ellie, Ursi, Jord. Not not to be confused. <laughs> not to be confused. There's Jord disambiguation. There is Jord, leader of the Amar. Jord Dusat, a speeder racer. Jord Kraz, a lieutenant in the Imperial Navy. And Jord Stock, a prison guard on Uvu 4. Don't be confused. I confused that Porg with Jord from um, the Droids cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's Maidy, there's Nane, there's Puffy, there's Snappy, there's Turbus, and there's Tessely. Those are all the Tessely is a pretty name. I like yes. Tessely. I like Turbus. Not, not, not like all of them, but like a bunch of them. She did. <laughs> Why does Ed Sheeran have a page? He's canon. Sorry, someone just like edited Ed Sheeran's page. So it came up on the recent wiki activity. And I didn't know why. Apparently, he played he played two characters in Rise of Skywalker. Two? Yeah, a stormtrooper and someone named Engi Golba. Who's, oh, it's that guy. He's like a resistance soldier. He's got that like little face with like. Oh, he's got the little face. The eyes on the side of his face. Oh, and, and Gigolba, yeah. Yeah. He survived the Battle of Exegol. Good for him. Good, Good for, for Ed him. Sheeran, alien. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that he was played by Ed Sheeran. That's weird, but fun. Um, but you mentioned speeder pilots, and that um, reminded me of... Um, 
So if you were curious what Han Solo was doing, because, um, I mean, if you think about it, like, after the end of the war, like, I mean, as the husband of the most prominent, like, politician, and also, like, a prominent war hero, he couldn't really go back to drug smuggling? That wouldn't, that I just feel like that wouldn't be, like, the best thing for his public image. Also, he's a new father and stuff. Like, it just wasn't going to work out. So he had to find something to do that was, you know, legal. So Han became, like, essentially an F-Zero pilot. Just like James McCloud. Yeah, no, just like James McCloud. Like... There's a short story called, like, um, I think it's called Scorch. And it details how he becomes a famous speeder pilot while at the same time being the well-respected boss of a successful shipping company. <laughs> he apparently, um, who'd have known it, but he's apparently really good as a CEO type. <laughs> he's apparently a well-respected and successful boss. So, Han Solo, good manager, good supervisor. Great F-Zero pilot. Great F-Zero pilot. I, I can only hope that Nintendo's next F-Zero game includes Han Solo. Although, that's a, that's a funny joke. There's not going to be a next F-Zero game. Although, there could be an F-Zero episode, now that I mention it. I mean, it could happen. F-Zero has a giraffe that's a pilot. Like, I think that's something to... To go with, we'll have to design F Zero Sonus. Um, oh yeah, Gracchus the Hut. That's like what ripped. I was just gonna say. Yeah, it was just about to talk about Gracchus. So we both, I mean, drift compatible. We were both like, let's talk about Gracchus. <laughs> so, um, Gracchus was a male hut who was more physically active than the average hut. Aside from his much more muscular frame. He had a set of cybernetic legs to move in a more agile fashion. There's like a picture of like Gracchus and he's saying you came to the wrong moon and his like ridiculously like himbo level muscles arm <laughs> is about to like, it's got like a nice lens flare behind it. It's about to just absolutely punch Twink Luke in the face. And... <laughs> Honestly, from the look at it, he's, he's going to kill him in one punch. <laughs> this is how Wormy dies. By the fist of a super fucking ripped hut. He's also got like a necklace of lightsabers. That's like pretty weird and cool. Gracchus isn't your ordinary hut. I mean, just look at him. He could pull the horns off a reek with his bare hands. Sure could. The most dangerous thing in Gracchus' arena isn't some savage beast or mindless monster. It's Gracchus. I like this picture of him, like, arrested. There's just, like, like maybe <laughs> ten stormtroopers escorting him. Well, yeah, even with his hands cuffed, he could kill one with just a swipe of his arm. I mean, yeah, he's a deadly weapon. He, like, lets himself go in prison, though. Mm. He's not ripped anymore by the time of the resistance. Well, what are you gonna do? What? He, did, he does have a whole gang of mecha lag huts, though. Yeah, but, like, 
By 34 ABY, his skin has become so dry that he needs regular moisture baths to keep his skin moist and healthy. Oh, jeez. He, he really did let himself go. He couldn't even produce his own mucus anymore. Ew. Gracchus. So it's like a prison city, right? Like it was like an Arkham City type thing? Um. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was like a, a, a privately run prison located on the planet Megalox Beta. Yeah, it was a it was an Arkham City style prison city that was surrounded by a force field, and if you went outside the force field, the gravity of the planet would kill you instantly. What about real life foods that are canon? Some um, food contain bones. Pancakes are real. Brownies are real. Candy is real. Churros are real. Ch churros? At the Star Tours terminal of Spaceport THX 1138, droid security agent G24T mistook a passenger's churro for a lightsaber and asked that it be put away. Yeah? Yeah. Crumpets are real. That's so funny. Okay, hold on, hold on. Crumps a... TM, Crunchy Wog Cluster. Crumps what? is a trademarked term. <laughs> Crumps brand Crunchy Wog Clusters. They were produced gross. by Crumps via slave labor. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. They were consumed by Lerdo. <laughs> They're produced by Crumps via slave labor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crumps. <laughs> all, all we know about Crumps is it's the company that produces Crumps TM Crunchy Wog Clusters. What did, what is this even, what do they even appear in? Oh, Lerdo, look at this man. I love Lerdo. And I He's acquired got... a bit of Ewokian vocabulary, including the name Lerdo. I suspect it means one who is infinitely wise and respected, because that's what they called me. I'm going to go ahead and say it's you walk for himbo based on the look of him. Um, look! Look at this man. Oh, he's awful. Men felt a kinship with the enslaved Wookies, likening their cultural trauma to his student years. Okay, okay, he hold set on. Aside on. Um, Lerdo is Ewokies for loser. <laughs> Lerdo attended the most prestigious university in seven solar systems, which is what the article is called most prestigious university in seven solar systems. I mean, if that's the name of it. <laughs> it was attended by the human known as Lerdo. <laughs> he shaved Ewoks. He grew his hair out hoping to evoke Wookiee spirit. He just, like, is the worst. He found the experience of being in university for 12 years akin to slave labor. He greatly offended the Wookiees on ethical, religious, and societal levels, but personally believed he was being welcomed into their way of life. Um, so yeah, he basically is just like this horrible like cultural appropriation man. He went spelunking on Tatooine, went fishing on Dagobah, and used a toboggan on Hoth. What's oh hey, what's a um, recreational listening device? Is that like he, an iPod? He ate Gundark shit. Yeah? Yeah. The Ewoks gave him a bag of Gundark shit that he thought was candy. And he ate it. He ate it. 
He consumed it with relish and mused on his accomplishments. He attempted to cover the Ewok's shame with underpants. Yeah, he also shaved the Ewoks. What is this man from? I don't know. I was just scrolling down to see. Oh, some kind of what they called me. I think it's like a short uh, comic or something about him specifically. Okay, Star Wars Tales 5. Okay. That was like, okay, it was a comic from 2000. Okay. He supposed that he would be given a Wookiee wife. He accepted the concept, but only if the wife were trimmed slightly. Instead of that, the Wookiee wanted him to leave because the presence hugely offended him. I like to stick with safe name brand food. Like Crump's <laughs> Crunchy Wog Clusters. I mean, he sure didn't do that with the Gundark shit, but like... The Wookiee protested, claiming that not only was it an insult to his family's grave if he were to turn down food he was offered, but that Crump's TM products were produced by child labor. He's horrible. He's such a bad man. This is like, possibly the most racist man in Legends. <laughs> We found the worst Star Wars character. He really is. <laughs> Lerdo. He, like, he might also be the most racist character. And he, like, he might just be the most racist Star Wars character. <laughs> He's awful. I hate him so much. Lerdo. I think Lerdo that's also... a good note. Yeah, I think that's a good note to end on. We're not going to get much yeah. better. I was going to say, I think we've like... I think Lerdo is like, we hit, like, the farthest we can go into this. And we found the most ridiculous thing we could possibly find. Like, we found a lot of ridiculous things today. But I think Lerdo, I mean, this was a new thing for me and it was a new thing for you too. So, yeah, I think we made a good discovery here. This was a fun time. I'm really glad we did this. Yeah, I thought it was a good good first episode. I had a lot of fun. So, to everyone listening back home, did you learn anything? If there's anything you feel like we overlooked in our exploration of Star Wars lore, please let us know, because I'm never done learning about weird Star Wars lore. It's true. It's one of her favorite things. <laughs> if you like this episode... You can subscribe. We'll be posting this on YouTube and elsewhere as well. Check out some of our other content. Check out, there's there's going to be links below to all of our social media and our Discord server. And Follow me on Twitter. Yeah, follow her on Twitter. Um, I make really bad tweets, but like most of them are about Star Wars. So if you liked this episode, you'll probably like that. And all of them are about things we're going to do episodes on, so... We, we have something. a lot of episodes lined up. Not sh- quite sure what we're going to do next week yet, but it'll be good, I promise. So, <laughs> this is Sarah Zarin. And this is Nissa. Good night, everybody. Night.